Welcome to Agency Nation Radio, where insurance professionals turn on the mic and share unscripted stories about leadership, technology, marketing, success, and failure. Stories that help make them the professionals they are today. I'm Bob Fee, president of Fee Insurance Group in Hutchinson, Kansas, and immediate past chair of the Big Eye. Joining me today is Kathy Conley-Jones, LUTCF, Chief Insurance Strategist with Williamson Financial Management Group in St. Louis. She also founded the Conley Financial Group, a multi-line insurance and employee benefits firm that provides holistic insurance solutions to their clients. And today we are gonna be talking about expanding your agency into the benefits world. I thought before I bring in Kathy that I might just give uh, the audience a brief history of, of our own agency and our journey through the benefits um, world, if you will. When I first joined my dad and my brother in the insurance business and the insurance agency back in 1987, they asked me to start something new, which was benefits and life insurance. And so I kind of did that for a while and decided that I really had more of a passion on the property casualty side of things. But we didn't give up on benefits. Back in the 80s and 90s, we partnered with an agency that was really good at benefits and we would bring them our prospects and they would help any one of us uh, handle those benefits. So we always had that safety net of, a, of an expert. And we did that until Oh, I would say the the mid to late 90s when we brought in a, a benefits producer who was much better at it than any of the rest of us. But the benefits world changed in 2010 with Affordable Care Act. And after that, we she lost some interest and retired and we didn't know we were floundering. Do we stay in benefits? Is there a is there a path forward? I'm I'm guessing Kathy, when I get to you, I'm guessing that you are going to be able to share a whole lot more of that. But what we did, we went out and found somebody who was very passionate about benefits, had a, a wealth of information on benefits and not just health insurance, but all things benefits. And she also had an HR background, which made a huge difference as we helped companies navigate uh, the Affordable Care Act, help them understand the new laws and we're able to charge fees to help them along the path rather than just rely on selling product. So that's kind of brought us up to where we are. We have built a team of, of four. There are three HR professionals that we that we took brought on from other firms where they actually were, were the HR person in a, in a larger firm. We, we actually worked with them and they had a passion for what they did and could see being able to help other companies be beneficial to them, both personally and professionally. And then we have another person who really specializes in Medicare, Medicare supplements, and, and has a passion for helping individuals and small groups. So that, that kind of sets the stage for the true expert. And so I wanna bring Kathy in. Kathy, your passion is executing holistic insurance and financial strategies while mitigating risks. Why should an agency consider taking a holistic approach to the products they provide and expand into employee benefits like 
Fee Insurance did? Well, Bob, first of all, before I answer that question, I'd like to thank everyone involved at Agency Nation for asking me to be a part of this um, podcast today. And to double back just a little bit, everything that you just talked about is exactly how you started with your father and your brother in the business is exactly what uh, the way that I started. I didn't have my father and my brother in the business, but I started out in life insurance and benefits. And so when you start in that particular area, you see yourself more as an advisor versus a agent or someone who's doing transactional work, which I think sometimes happens on our PNC side. So that's just sort of a, a caveat before I jump into the question. So let me speak a little bit about how I did this and why I think it's so important that our independent agents start to, to expand and see themselves in a different light because most of your clients are hoping that you will. So when I started out, as I said, I'm in life insurance, I was with Lincoln National. I had left teaching and that is one of my passions that un people understand what they're doing, not just do it and then write a check. That's not good enough for me. But one of the things that I did is I started to look um, at not just life insurance, because I always said life insurance pays you the first year and then the second year you're broke. So you have to think about a different strategy of how to ensure that you take care of your clients and doing so, that's what led me into the benefits realm. Now I could keep talking, but I know <laughs> you have other questions. So why don't you go ahead, Bob? And well, no, that's, that's, that's great. And I think a lot of people probably started in life insurance perhaps and, and merged into being able to help larger groups and, and have a, a more steady stream of income would be my guess. Absolutely. And I think that's something, I think that's something that we should make sure we state very, very clearly for our audience. And that is when you are looking at larger benefits, not just individual, but you start to get into group, what you're going to get is a cycle of, of um, revenue that comes in every single month. As you get larger groups, the exact same thing, unless you start to go to a fee base. And even with a fee base uh, methodology, you can still start to develop a monthly income versus a sporadic income. So I think that's very important that we mention that to our, um, our um, protégés out there that might be thinking about this. Good points. And to climb on to what you were just talking about there, very often we're finding that the only life insurance someone has is the life insurance they are getting through their employer. So life insurance is broadly undersold right now. And- um, Tremendously and so undersold. Helping groups and getting in front of those groups is a good way to also expand into other individual forms of life insurance, in my opinion. Absolutely. Let me, I, I have a million stories, okay? I'm kind yeah, of like- go ahead. Oh, no matter what, I've got a story for it. That's only because <laughs> I've been in this business now for almost 40 years. And um, I've had that unique ability to not only do benefits or individual, but I'm property casualty licensed. 
So that PNC also gives me that balance. So let's talk a little bit about life insurance because as our existing individuals out there that are listening, our members, that is something that is significantly undersold because normally a person walks into the company, they tell them, okay, you've got a medical plan, you've got dental, you've got vision, oh yeah, and we're paying for this life insurance. But what they don't know about that life insurance is when they get to be 65, most of the time, that coverage is going to reduce significantly. Well, why not start that conversation early enough by educating those, not only the HR, because HR, really, they don't know that. We should be always putting ourselves in the position that we're a support. We're not just um, agents of property casualty, or we're just not agents of benefits, but we become a actual um, support network to each of our clients. And so whenever they have a question, and that's what happened with me, I got to the point that I started to connect with HR individuals, anyone who um, actually would touch my client. And that way I would say to them, you know, when you have this issue, call me. Not wait until we are, you know, three months out from the renewal, call me. So I would always bring things to bear. And I think that's very critical and important. Position yourself as a resource not just as, as an agent or a broker, right? That is a great point. And, and I'm gonna play off of that with my next question. But before I do, my little story is, because very often that group policy is the only policy those employees have, we're, we're really working with HR and sometimes it goes above that to more of the, of the owners Absolutely. to suggest a payroll deduction life insurance program be offered to their employees so that they can purchase their own policies on either themselves or their spouse or their children or even grandchildren and carry it with them. And it's such a, a big benefit because when you, as you know, when you leave a group, that benefit goes away and it, you may not be insurable at that point in time. You're, you're spot on. For all of our listeners out there, I'd like them to just think about let's say your top five uh, clients. And then I want you to think about when was the last time you sat down and had a strategy session with them about the gaps in their existing contracts. Now, if you're in property casually, you pretty much do that a little bit, but you don't do that as much on the benefit side. And one of the easiest ways, because I know people say, well, I'm not doing any benefits. How do I move into that? One of the things I say is, talk to them about their workers' compensation. Because what we know about workers' compensation is, you know those what we call the weekend warriors who are out there doing all kinds of things. And lo and behold, they hurt their back, their knee, their leg on Saturday. Those are sometimes the exact same people who show up on Monday and Tuesday and claim that they did something to their back, their knee, or whatever. Um, on Monday, that becomes a work comp issue. So let's do this. Help your client see a different way to um, alleviate that work comp issue by inter, um, I'm gonna say interjecting a product, like a voluntary product. That could be a uh, accident policy. You will be amazed. And I actually can, can absolutely tell you that this is true. 
the percentage of workers' compensation claims tend to reduce when an organization adds an accident policy. The reason is because with that, when you have that weekend warrior, he or she thinks about, oh my God, I just hurt my knee. You know, I've got that accident policy. I think I'll just go over here to the hospital and I know they're gonna pay me directly. All of a sudden, you have removed this idea that let's wait until we get to the office on Monday and decide that we're going to pretend that we hurt our knee or leg or whatever at the office. So help your clients reduce the opportunity for individuals to increase that workers' compensation claim in that mod by giving them something that becomes a gap filler for them. That's great, great advice. So Kathy, let's let's imagine you're a, 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 a property and casualty only agency that, that works in commercial lines and personal lines like, mm-hmm. like so many of, of our listeners do. And they say, well, this sounds good. I would like to get into the benefit side of thing. What advice would you give to that agency owner on how to expand in benefits? And, and what maybe, what how would they create a strategy to get in there and then and then either dedicate resources or individuals and how do they go about finding that? What does that look like? Okay, uh, I think that's a great question because what we don't want our listeners to do is drop one thing and pick up something else. We don't want you to drop your commercial insurance and what you're doing to try to become the next benefit specialist. So there are a couple of things that I always think of. Number one is, Find out if you have a um, relationship with another individual in the big eye, or maybe they're not in there. You can always bring them over and get them uh, um, into the the big eye and, and membership. But find someone who has the expertise in benefits and do the one thing that sometimes we don't do well, collaborate. Collaboration is amazing because at the same time that you're helping them on the, they're helping you on the benefit side, guess what? You may be able to help them and their clients on the commercial side. So that's one little reciprocal benefit there. Uh, The other thing is find a really good voluntary or supplemental benefits company that offers more than just the product. What do I mean by that? Um, I mean, I could call out names, but then I think I might. I love Colonial. I also love Combine. And you know, Combine happens to be the benefits section of Chubb. Well, how, why wouldn't you talk to your client about something along those not lines? Because at that point, they could bring in maybe critical illness. Someone has a heart attack, a stroke, whatever. Very simple. You're not having to get deeply into the medical because at that point of the group medical, because they may have they being the client, may have a cousin, a brother or something that brought in the medical. So you don't want to disturb that. But what you become is an additional resource for that HR person, for that small business owner. Someone has not spoken to them about how to level out all of the issues that they may have. So you think critical illness, accident, um, it may be dental or vision, but find a strong company that not only brings that, but maybe they're also bringing online enrollment for you. Now that's a game changer. 
talk to any HR person and say, would you prefer to do if you've got, let's say they've got 40 employees, would you prefer to do uh, all that paper? And they say, oh, you know, the, the company, I can go in and, and um, enroll then. He said, well, what if we can bring everything together? Think holistically. And I think that you will be able to have a sale, an additional sale, and you start to position yourself as a resource. That's what we have to do. Mm -hmm. That's really good advice. If you become that resource, you can begin to expand slowly. So if you were gonna, you become that resource and you decide this is a route I wanna go, uh, we'll just talk about staffing. What's the best way to, to go out and, and find staff and grow staff or skill sets that we need to not only, you know, have those contacts with the company partners that we, that we partner with, but also to have the, the, the real expertise so as the property casualty producer, you're able to go out and say, I have an expert on staff. What does that, what does that look like? Um, I think staffing is always difficult, no matter if you're in uh, commercial or if you're in benefits. But I think that this is the time for us uh, as members of the big eye to start thinking more broadly. A lot of times we haven't thought about, there might be some young people um, you know, we have to grow them. They have to be an organic growth instead of always an acquisition or a merger. So what if you have a program where you have uh, students uh, during the summer that they can come in, you start to teach them. Um, our INVEST program is an amazing program that a lot of us aren't using, but we probably should. And we can start to do that with uh, individuals that are in juniors and seniors, I'm not talking about the kindergartners, no, that's not where I'm talking. So we're talking about the juniors and seniors in high school, because you don't know how many of those individuals are not really interested in going to college, or they may, their parents may not have the financial. So from a staffing standpoint, let's start getting them involved and introduced to insurance. It'll take a little time, but most of the time they're so much faster. They're so much um, uh, clearer on technology than a lot of us that are over a certain age. They can teach you things that you had no idea, right? So let's start thinking broadly. So that's on my staffing. Um, the other staffing is if you partner with a good um, voluntary benefits organization, they bring their own representatives in and you, they get a chance to speak to enroll that uh, particular group. I happen to be sitting in a client's uh, factory right now, right? But the good thing is I'm not having to do the enrollment. I'm here, but I'm also um, had the ability to bring their resources to the table. So think about that. Um, every time a younger person gets exposed to our industry, they grow, they learn. And if that's the case, so do we. So I think that that's a good place to staff on the staffing. And then you may be able to make that um, let's say that summer intern, that may turn into a good, strong part-time individual who may turn into a wonderful full-time uh, 
individual for you in admin, technology, support, marketing. We have to start thinking beyond where we are. Oh, that's great. So you just brought something up that I wanted to talk to you about too. Um, and that is, so we, we, we've got the staff, we've got a team, we've got the carrier partners. What marketing strategies should we use or are, are our marketing strategies different when it comes to benefits than they might be in the property casualty side? What does that look like? Ooh. Well, I would probably say from the marketing strategies, that's where I've learned from younger people um, because they use technology. And I know a lot of us think, oh God, not that technology thing, but I'm gonna tell you, yes, we need to think about that because I will tell you, very few of us are using carrier pigeons or the Pony Express to deliver um, our policies and getting messages out, right? But they have that unique ability because most of their lives it's always been about technology so one of the things that i do from a marketing strategy is when i'm with a client i talk to them about things beyond what they're uh, what i'm talking to them about let's say i'm in for a commercial uh, it's a renewal so as i'm talking about the renewal remember i mentioned the work comp it's, that's where you you have something with you. Don't just say, hey, do you need some uh, accident insurance? They're gonna tell you, heck no, I don't need that. But make sure that you start marketing internally with your existing clients. They already know you, they trust you, and they are looking for assistance. So bring that as a marketing strategy and then you do, oh, by the way, since we are looking at uh, bringing that mod down, how about if I could um, provide you with access to a program or product that will not cost you anything out of pocket, Mr. or Mrs. Entrepreneur, because you know how we don't like to spend money, but you're bringing more value to the whole picture. Now, all of a sudden, and I can tell you, it has been very, very limited times that someone told me, no, when I say it's not gonna cost you any additional funds out of your pocket, I can help you to reduce some of the risks that you currently um, may be having to deal with. That's a marketing strategy. What you're doing is you're giving them another uh, product or resource or solution to what they need because someone else, you haven't talked to them about that. And why wait for someone else to walk in, talk to your client about that benefit side you know, that benefit could also be, oh, um, there's a, two partners or three partners in the business. Everybody talking about buy-sell coverage to them? Probably not, but you know. So let's start to think. And I, what I always did uh, when I had my firm, the Conley Financial Group, what I always did is I took a half a day every week to strategize with me about my clients. I looked at them. I checked on what are they doing now? What have they expanded into? What different areas might they have an interest in? And then I would very gingerly, I would always send them some type of a, a neat little um, email. At that point, I wasn't doing like heavy marketing because I still don't do that. But I would send them an email. I'd make a call. How you doing? 
It's not about the renewings. Oh God, the insurance going up probably, but that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling because I was reading an article in our Big Eye magazine, because I'm always, you know, making sure they know that we don't just um, deliver renewals. We have to show that we are educated and educating ourselves so that we become better service uh, individuals for them and resources. So that's just a couple of things. And if you let me go on, I'll go on forever. So I'm going to stop right there. But that is so good. I, I so appreciate what you're saying. Um, we say around here a lot, we, we only insure two things. We insure people and we insure their things. That, that's really it. And workers' compensation right. is insuring people. It, it is a natural, you, you brought it right in. It is a natural discussion point to what other things, what other people things does a company need to insure and how can we be helpful? So that is, that is spot Absolutely. on. And Bob, one of the things that I've used, an acronym that I use is I say, and I even have it on my cards, S-E-E. -E. I say I strategize because I have to know what, what your risks are. I need to know how do we mitigate those risks and how do we best cover and protect you. The E is educate you. That's my role. I have to educate our, my client, just like all of us. We don't want to just walk in there, throw down something and tell them to sign it. They need to know, why did my premium go up 40%? Well, I don't know. But then I can start talking to you about how insurance works. If we're not doing that, we're not educating our clients. And the, the, the last E is execute. Don't just talk about it. Just do it. So if you do that, you help them to see a better way to move forward. And if you're always there by their side, I know that they will keep you as part of their overall uh, group and strategy planning session. That's really good. So I'm going to end it with one final question for you, Kathy. Sure. It's just something that, that we almost started with, and that was collaboration. So I'm thinking of when I started and I, I didn't have the wherewithal to know benefits and health insurance and so forth. We were able to find a very friendly agency. Most agents are people people anyway, and they want to help. And they were so helpful and we were able to split everything down the middle, never had a problem. And, and I remained friends with, with the guy that helped me for in, right. his entire career. Collaboration in our agency and with, um, with the network within the big eye, how do you, how would you best see that collaboration beginning for an agency wanting to get into benefits? Well, I think first of all, you want to make sure you're dealing with an organization. You have to do a little homework now. Just don't pick up somebody because you saw them going down the street and they had it, you know, plastered on the side, benefits or us. Don't do that. But what you want to do is check. Um, one of the things, check to see if they're a member of the big eye, because I think one of those um, ideas is that you're looking for those individuals who are trusted. You know, we're the trusted choice. We need to also know that we're, we can trust the individuals that we partner with. The second thing is associations. I think it is critical. You don't know. A lot of um, our commercial 
and PNC agencies? Have they ever gone to, uh, it is now called NABIP, the National Association of Benefit and Insurance Professionals. And as a quick little dig, um, I am the president of the St. Louis chapter. So one of the things is go to the associations, see what they're doing. They're having different programs and you meet people there that their focus is on the benefits area, but they sometimes are looking for individuals who can help them on a commercial account, who can help them on a personal lines account. Make sure that we, that collaboration is so tremendously important and trust. That is a key factor. And of course, if you're a member of the Big Eye, there's a myriad of um, programs and, and educational resources that you can go to. So let's do more than sort of wring our hands when it's a hard market for that commercial insurance. Let's smooth out everything by making sure that we're collaborating with those individuals who help us and another last place to think about and look, financial advisors. A lot of times those financial advisors, they're just focused like right now, they're focused on what the market is doing, but they're not focused on how benefits can really help um, alleviate the pain that an individual who happens to be a client of theirs um, has sustained in the event of a health emergency or a, a death or whatever might come about. So I think the collaboration, I think the making sure we reach across the aisle, so to speak, to the benefits and the PNC, our commercial areas, I think that's what allows us to really build trust and know if those individuals or those firms are the type that we want to work with. That is so well said. Thank you so much, Kathy. This was a great, great time for me to spend with you. I've learned a lot. And I want to thank everyone for tuning into this edition of Agency Nation Radio, powered by the Big Eye and Trusted Choice. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And if you have a story for Agency Nation Radio, contact us at hello at agencynation.com. Thanks and have a great day.